uh, I've been thinking about the issue of faith and um, Jesus uh, really dealt a lot with the issue of faith and matter of fact to his disciples uh, one day um, he he said where is your faith and so I want to I want to just talk about where is your faith today and I want to just highlight Luke chapter 8 verses 22 through 25 Matthew talks about this same story uh, and I'll refer to that in a moment but let's look at it if you have your Bibles together open it up to uh, Luke chapter 8 verses 22 through 25 and I'll read it there now on one of those days Jesus and his disciples got into a boat and he said to them let's cross over to the other side of the lake so they launched out but as they were sailing along, he fell asleep, and a fierce gale of wind descended on the lake, and they began to be swamped and to be in danger. They came up to Jesus and woke him, saying, Master, Master, why are we perishing? Or we are perishing. And he got up and he rebuked the wind and the surging waves, and they stopped, and it became calm. And he said to them, catch this, and he said to them, where is your faith? But they were fearful and amazed, saying to one another, who is this then that he commands even the winds and the waters even to obey him? I, I love that um, Jesus asked the disciples the question in the midst of the chaos, where is your faith? That's an interesting question in the midst of that. In Matthew's version, uh, Matthew uses the word uh, to the disciples, why are you afraid? And if you read the message, it says, why can't you trust me? And the issue this morning is, where's your faith? Or why are you afraid? Or why can't you trust Jesus today? We recognize the world that we live in that to move out of faith and move into fear. His desire for you and for me today in all kinds of circuits, it's not just COVID. It's not just the things that we're going through. It's not just what we're experiencing individually and what we're experiencing as a body of believers. But Satan's true mission is to move you out of faith and move you into fear. That's what he wants to do. That's what he tries to do. And COVID could be one of the reasons, uh, one of the ways that he does that. It's one of the schemes that he has. And, and, and it's interesting. I've lost two friends this, this past week. They've passed away because of COVID complications. And for uh, the families and, and for the friends related, it can really uh, move people out of faith and trust and confidence in Christ and move them into fear. And so we have to understand and we have to discern um, the, the schemes of the enemy. His desire really is to move you out of faith and move you into fear. And when I'm in fear, then I have left faith. Now, recognize that I did not say that when I'm in fear and I've left faith that I'm living in sin. God knows our heart. He understands our heart. But we have to recognize and we have to make a conscious decision because he judges us on our hearts. He doesn't judge us on the outward. He judges on the inside. The motivation of my heart and my life 
And when I live in fear, then it becomes a red flag that goes up that says, hey, you've taken your eyes off me. I want you to refocus. I want you to return. I want you to look at me and not the circumstances of your life. And so what I want to do today is I, I just want to give you kind of some thoughts, some steps that keep us from moving into fear and leaving faith. So here's some of the reasons and the ways uh, that we can live constantly, consistently in faith and not give in to fear in our lives. Well, so it's pretty simple, and this is going to be an easy message today. And the first reason is simply this. So the first step to, to, to staying in faith and not moving to fear is to stay pray, prayerful. Stay prayerful. We recognize in this story that the storm is raging, but we also recognize the component that Jesus is in the boat. The storm might be raging and the storm is going to be raging. You're going to have storms in your life. If you're not in one, there's one that is coming in the near future. So we recognize that the storm is raging. We have storms in our lives consistently, maybe not constantly, but consistently. But we have to recognize the other component of this message is that Jesus is also in the boat with us, that Jesus is always present with you. He's always present with me. He's always present in every circumstance, every moment of our day and in our lives. And we're told in our lives to fix our eyes on Jesus. Don't fix our eyes on the, the circumstances, the problems, the storms around us. The Word of God declares that we're to fix our eyes on Jesus. For why? Because He's the author and perfecter of our faith. So stay prayerful, stay focused, and, and, and we know that when we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, he will begin to perfect our faith, and in our perfection of our faith, we're not going to move into fear, but we're going to live moment by moment, constantly walking with Jesus in faith. Good morning, Jason. Blessings to you. Blessings on this day. I hope you sell a bunch today. So we're to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. We're not to fix our eyes on fear, but to fix our eyes on Jesus. The temptation all around us and the temptation in human nature is to always keep looking at the storm. But that's not what Jesus tells us to do. Jesus tells us to fix our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith, not the storms around us. And so there's some ways that I do that. I don't know about you, but there's one thing that I determined to do, and I determined to do this well over a year ago, is that I determined not to watch the national news anymore. I, I determined not to watch it. I, I, just, I just don't. I'm not going to. And so for the last over a year now, probably uh, 400 days, I have not watched the national news. I might watch the local news. I want to watch the weather. Um, I'm a sports fan, so I love sports and all that. But I don't watch the national news because the national news too many times moves my eyes off of Jesus and my faith in him and moves my eyes on the issues and circumstances of our world today. And so I've chosen to fix my eyes on Jesus. I've chosen what I'm going to watch and what I'm not going to watch. 
And if something is going to move me into fear, then I choose not to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. And so we have to understand we're to stay prayerful. And, and, and in Numbers 16.28, here's an interesting thing in the Old Testament. I'll just balance the Old Testament with the New Testament here. And in, in, in Numbers 16, there's a plague that has come on the people. And when the plague started, Aaron immediately began to intercede and the plague left. So we have to recognize that we need to intercede we need to stay prayerful. We need to intercede, yes, for our world and yes, for the issues of our world and all the things, the corona and the and and, and the different uh, crons that are out there and what it's going to morph into. We're all worried about Omicron and any other what you know, we worry about what it's going to morph into next. We've already seen at least three different variants. It might might go forward. But I'm not going to worry about Omicron. I'm not going to worry about how contagious it is. I'm going to worry about, I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes fixed on him. And I'm not going, I'm not going to allow the circumstances of Corona to determine. The word of God says, the word of God says that um, the, the, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And my days are numbered. And so I recognize today that if my days are numbered and my steps are ordered by the Lord, I don't never have to live in fear. I always can live in faith in what's taking place in my journey and in my life. So first of all, stay prayerful. But secondly, stay wise. First uh, Timothy 1, 7 says, God's not given us the spirit of fear. Come on. He's not given us the spirit of fear. So if I have a spirit of fear in me, it doesn't come from the heart of the Father. Well, where does it come from? It comes from the heart of the accuser, Satan himself. And God has not given us, you, me, a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And so my sound mind screams at me in loving kindness and compassion, Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, Jim. Don't fix your eyes on the circumstances and the issues around us. Don't worry about if church was canceled last week because 18 to 20 people have Don't worry about that. The Lord's in control. The Lord knows every need that they have, every need that I have. The Lord's understanding and He knows and He's working on their behalves as well. So, so recognize to stay wise in the circumstances of our life. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. So if you have a fear that overwhelms you, that is that is controlling you, recognize that it did not come from the heart of the Father. It came from the accuser, Satan himself. Third thing that I want to remind you of, stay kind. Stay kind. Uh, uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. These are incredible days that we have to demonstrate and show kindness to our neighbors, our friends, and those that we meet. Incredible opportunities. Go to your neighbor, uh, a, a neighbor that, that is older and, and that really can't get out or might be um, one of those that is, is really a susceptible to Corona and all, all that and knock on the door and ask them, can I do your shopping for you? 
Um, can I go and I'll just drop the groceries right on the right on the door? But can I go? Can I go and help you? Can I do something for you? I, I was I was um, uh, uh, in a parking lot yesterday, and a and a lady came to me, and, and I was thinking about you know, oh man, this is so cool. It's not that the Lord gave me a, a, a front row parking spot, but I was a, a fortunate to get one. And, um, and, a, a, and a lady started approaching my vehicle and, and, um, I thought, oh man. And then I thought, mm, this could be a divine encounter. Let's just, let's just wait and see. And I, I wanted to treat her, and the th thought that came into my mind is I want to treat her like I would want to be treated as well. And so, so yesterday I was able, because of the Lord's opportunity, to be kind to a stranger, to somebody that I didn't know. That sometimes I just, I, I don't feel led, but on this one, it was at the right time and at the right time, and I was there at the right moment. And you might disagree with me and all that, but I felt led by the Spirit yesterday. And the Spirit brought somebody into my life immediately as I was thinking about who can I show kindness to do? Who can I care for today? Who can I love in the name of Jesus today? And so stay kind. Stay kind to your neighbors, to your friends, to your family, and, and all those around you. Do something um, positive. Do th do something that that would uh, encourage them and and would demonstrate the love of Jesus in our. So not only to stay prayerful and stay wise and stay kind, but stay united. Stay united in this process. Don't don't. Um, don't allow disunity to ever um, um, get its roots deep in your heart and in your life. But stay united. Stay united with, with believers. Stay united with the body of Christ. Don't isolate from the body of Christ, but stay united. Again, we have to understand the schemes of the enemy. And what the enemy wants to do is he wants to... Um, to separate us. He wants to divide us. But the Word of God clearly reminds us that we're to stay united, not only with Him, connected to Him, but we're to stay connected with one another as well. So stay united in this process. The fifth thing is stay connected. Stay connected. The, the temptation today for all of us is to isolate. We have to isolate. I mean, with Corona and all that, one of the things that we have to do is we have to isolate. We have to have a, a, a six-foot um, wall around our lives, and we have to socially distance and all those kinds of things. And another way that, that Satan wants to get into our lives and, and move us into fear is to, to make us feel like we're isolated, that nobody cares, that that nobody understands, that nobody's praying and all. Don't give in to that lie, but stay connected. Don't isolate your soul. We might have to isolate our bodies, our persons. We might have to do that, but don't isolate your soul at all. Feed your soul. Feed your soul by the word of God, by conversation 
with God, to understand the principles of the word of God, to, to stay wise and to stay kind and to stay united and to stay connected with the body of Christ. Stay connected with those who are lost the, 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 that Jesus described uh, when he had the conversation with Peter and reinstated Peter, lost lambs and sheep. Stay connected to those who are lost. Stay connected to the body of Christ. Stay connected because the temptation is for people that don't know Christ is to isolate and isolate their soul. So stay connected with them. Stay encouraged with them. I'm telling you what, these are some of the things that he's calling you and me to do daily. And number six, stay confident. Stay confident in relationship with Jesus Christ. Isaiah says that there's no weapon formed against you that will prosper. Stay confident in that. Stay confident in the fact that God is with you, uh, not only um, in the difficult times, but God is with you moment by moment. He's with you every step of the way. As a matter of fact, he's right there with you right now, wherever you are. You might be in your home. You might be in your office. You might be in your car. No matter where you are, stay confident that God is always with you moment by moment. Work to listen for his voice, for there's life in the voice. And recognize that no weapon that the accuser can form against you shall prosper. But I have to keep my eyes fixed on the author and perfecter of my faith. How about that, huh? Today, today as we're working through this process, there's steps that we take. So today, stay prayerful. Today, stay wise. Today, stay kind. Find somebody today that you can show kindness to, that guys you can open a door for as you're going in or out of the store or the office. Uh, find a way to encourage somebody through your kindness and uh, go to a neighbor and a neighbor that's shut in, offer to buy their, go to the store and buy their groceries. And, and, and if you have the resource, and you can, some of you don't, and I get it, but if you have the resource, buy the groceries or those necessities for them and help them. And if you don't have it, just offer to go to the store and buy it for them. Let's show kindness. As a matter of fact, this week, this week, this is what I'm challenging you to do. I'm challenging you to ask the Lord, Lord, who is it this week that you want me to show kindness to? And if you lead me in, if we ask him, I promise you he's going to lead us. Let's find somebody that, um, that we can show kindness to. Yes, Lynn, that's right. Make me a blessing. Let's find somebody this week. And wouldn't it be cool to come back next week and report of the kindness that we were able to give in Jesus' name because we determined and decided that this week during this COVID outbreak of Omicron, that this week we're gonna show kindness, we're gonna show love, we're gonna demonstrate the heart of the Father to those around us. That's so cool. I, I think it's so good. So Jesus, we, 
We're grateful today that you're with us. We're grateful that you're you're on this Zoom right now, Lord. You're listening in, and I believe if you're listening in, that those who are listening on this Zoom, Lord, you're speaking to them. So this week, Lord, we accept the challenge. We accept the reminder that we're going to show kindness this week, Lord. We're going to stay united. We're going to stay connected. We're not going to give in to the temptation to isolate our souls, Lord. But we recognize that 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 meeting together with like-minded believers who are walking in step with the Spirit is absolutely your call and your desire and your heart for each of us. So Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for these moments. Thank you for those that are on, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that uh, you love us, you care for us, and that you're concerned for us, Lord. We speak against, we do like Aaron did in Numbers. Lord, we, we begin to intercede once again. As we have been, we will continue to intercede for these issues in our life, Lord. We we say push back, um, Lord. There's nothing too difficult for you. There's nothing impossible for you, Lord. So push back this virus, Lord. Uh, we pray. Uh, we just love you, Lord. We embrace you and we thank you for all that you're doing, all that you're accomplishing. We bless your name, Jesus. And all God's people said, amen. I want you to make it a great week, would you? I know that you're loved by Jesus and you're loved by me. Blessings this week. Make it a good week in him. Amen.